Hi friend, my name is Amy Joy and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. I had a friend write in and talk about a family situation where a, an extended family relative had adopted and based on what they know about the adopted children, and this would have been a couple decades ago now, but based on what they know, there were probably some level of witchcraft, um, sorcery, that sort of thing coming uh, through the generational line. Probably also, of course, anytime you're dealing with an adoption situation, there's going to be a certain level of trauma, even if the, even in the best case scenario where the birth mom is um, willing to give up the children for the, for their own good, there still is a level of rejection that the child is going to deal with. And the Lord can heal all of these things. (laughs) None of these things are like the the curse and there's just like Jesus did not go to the cross and d- go through death and resurrection in order to be like oh crap I forgot about the adopted children rats my blood doesn't cover them no that would be horrible <laughs> the blood of Jesus is actually strong enough to be the healing agent oh, it's so beautiful thank you Jesus oh but the question is if it's been two decades and the family has gotten more and more broken and dabbled in a lot of things that are not tending towards health, whether it be other religions, whether it be just different family, like policies, personal choices that are not God honoring. So as an extended family member, or we could extend this and say, if you go to a church, where you know a family like this, or we all have people in our lives who are struggling with something. And on the one hand, we recognize that the person, that person themselves needs to do some repenting before the Lord and offer forgiveness, renounce the vows, whatever it might be. But the question is, what is there for us as concerned family or friends? What is our responsibility? What is our what, what are we permitted to do? And this is such a beautiful question. This is not an easy question. So I, I offer this um, just saying, like, this is where I am on the journey. But I just ask that you would submit any of this to the Lord because he's the one who is going to be the one who's going to guide and direct around when things are supposed to happen. So... If we look at the scriptures, this is really a, this is a big topic, you guys. Wow. If we look at the scriptures, it's really interesting because when you look at the prophet Jeremiah, he was dealing with an Israel that was really, really bad. Um, Did I say that wrong? Is he dealing with Judah? Sorry. He's dealing with Judah. (laughs) Judah's really, really bad. And they have had an occasional okay king or good king, but most of the time, it's been really bad. And before his birth, we had um, the evil king, I think it was Asa, 55 years. So bad, like sacrificed his own sons in the fire. Um, all like the high places reestablished them, made the temple prostitute shrines to go throughout the land. You think about like, this is the promised land. This is where like God came and dwelled here. And now there's temple prostitute shrines all over the place and sacrificed babies who are like screaming as their flesh melts. It's just 
Um, it's an abomination, right? So we have our own forms in the United States. I think all cultures deal with certain levels of depravity. So it's not like that was, you know, the most awful in the history of the world, but it was really quite bad. And what you have is the Lord is like, I'm coming to bring judgment. (laughs) This is not allowed to go on. And what you have is you have Jeremiah and he's just standing there and he's like, Lord, please no. You're gracious and compassionate. You're full, you're abounding in steadfast love. Your anger endures for a night, but your like joy comes in the morning. Like he's just praying over these people. And at some point the Lord is like, you need to stop praying for them. I am determined to bring judgment. And if I remember correctly, Jeremiah is kind of like, I just am going to keep praying. And there's a level of just like such grace in that story where it's like, I know that we're really bad. I know that we deserve judgment. I know it. (laughs) You know it more than I do even. But I just am asking for your mercy and your grace. And so the way that I see this is if you have a family member that's really struggling, on the one hand, you cannot, of course, reestablish the connection with the Lord. But the way I picture it is kind of like you can go and be the the uh, the offensive line in football where you're blocking the quarterback from or like or like you're blocking so that the quarterback can do what he needs to do so it's like you're you're standing there to say the things that the devil is sending against i'm going to say no i'm going to do my best to clear the atmosphere and that's truly a gift that we get to give to the people around us And I think I'm going to call it here and resume this on the next episode. But Lord, I'm asking that you would give us the ability like Jeremiah to say, we totally know that this is really bad. (laughs) Sort of like in Jesus' day where he comes and he looks over the city of Jerusalem and he just weeps because he sees the judgment that is coming. And he's like, if you guys would have just figured it out, that wouldn't have had to happen. Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, how I long to gather you under my wings, but you would not. (laughs) And so I think to have that heart of compassion for those who are not making good choices, that's the heart of God saying, oh, I'm just sad for how this is turning out. Lord, is there another way? Is there another option? Thank you, Jesus. Amen.